This is Wanda Ellett. The following is a podcast of Your Career is Calling. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast and to listen live to Your Career is Calling Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. on Ryder University's 1077 The Bronx, online at 1077thebronc.com, or via our free Android and iPhone apps. Search and download WRRC1. That's W like Wanda, R like RR like Robert, C like Charlie, the number one. I hope you enjoy this week's edition of Your Career is Calling. Good morning. You are listening to Your Career is Calling. This is Wanda Ellett live in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. Proudly ranked the best college radio station in New Jersey per New Jersey Broadcasters Association. Your Career is Calling is the first radio show of its kind, helping both students and seasoned professionals to manage their careers as a business. The CEO of Me, Inc., Okay, so I'm here for the next hour with a very special guest. Behind the uh, glass today producing our show is Ryder University's interns, Bobby Negoescu, and also I have um, Anthony. Oh, my God, I'm sorry. I didn't blank on your name. Colisano. And I have Anthony Colisano. Uh, Today I have a very special guest. Uh, I've been very excited to have this guest on my show. Uh, We met actually through Instagram, and I've started to follow his Instagram. And um, I think he's very interesting, and I think he gives very great insight and a lot of great information. And I have Dr. Edward Granite. Uh, are you there, Dr. Granite? I am. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Thank you for taking time with me today. And um, if this is your first time listening to the show, uh, what we've done in the past, I've been doing the show for about six years now. And previously, what we would do is we would have a guest come on and talk about high-level topics such as networking, interviewing, all these different things in a traditional uh, career coaching show. And last year, what we started to do was 52 career stories, where we had a guest come on each week and talk about their different career lessons. This year, what we're doing is uh, we're having guests come on and share their um, stories of how they overcame obstacles. And um, I'll, before we get into uh, Dr. Granite's story, I'll share a little bit about his uh, background. Um, he graduated from the University of Toronto in 1997 and National University of Health Sciences in 2002. He's actively practicing board-certified chiropractor living in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, he, re- you know, realizing um, your highest health potential is, and his goal is to make uh, the field of medicine understandable and fun. As someone who survived a plane crash and a debilitating chronic illness, both of which almost ended his life, he realized that our health is a multidimensional paradigm and must be approached in a way that considers structure, nutrition, motion, energy, and the delicate balance that exists between them. This allowed him to have a second chance at life and gain the knowledge and experience of how to do the same for his patients. His mission is to help as many people as possible transform their lives and reach their highest health potential. In order to realize this goal, He began teaching his patients and others through workshops and local radio about nutrition, natural medicine as a powerful solution to their health issues. Welcome, Dr. Granite. Again, I'm very excited for today. So I don't know if there's more you you want. I don't know if there's more you want to add to that. No, that was great. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing I need to add. Thank you for such an amazing introduction. Well, I have to say, um, your uh, your Instagram is Dr. Edward Granite. And it's spelled yep. G-R-A-N-A-T, and all yep. all together, no spaces, underlines, or anything. And one of the things that I really love about it is, you know, and I think you, um, you talk. You, it feels like you're talking to me. 
Like when I put your, your things on, like they had the little video clips. I feel like I'm in a room and you're the doctor and you're telling me about whatever topic it is, whether it's um, dealing with sugar or dealing with uh, uh, it was inter- interesting too. like one of the things that I really enjoyed was the about um, with the sugar, with the diabetes and that kind of thing. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, it took me, it wasn't always like that. Um, it took me a little bit of time to kind of get used to um, talking in that way. Um, I usually, what I do is uh, I do my best to imagine that I'm literally sitting in front of a patient. Uh, it took me a little bit of time to do that because uh, I know how important it is to talk to people and not at people um, and uh, to be able to connect to people. And, and, and also, um I think uh, uh, you can tell that I'm very passionate about the things that I talk about yeah. uh, because uh, um, I come from, as um, you un- in my introduction, um, I come from a place where uh, I came very close to losing my health uh, because of lifestyle, stresses, and, you know, all, all, all different kinds of things, which uh, I'm sure we'll get into. But when I talk about these things, I've been through them myself, and so that's why um, I come through the way that I do, because it really literally comes from my heart, because I I think it's so important for people to know this information and help them get, uh, you know, a step in the right direction towards their health. Yeah, and I think you make it fun. You know, some of the topics aren't so fun, but I think you make it fun. I love the quizzes. (laughs) You know what I mean? You're like, you know, like even with cooking, you know, you put some things out there and they're like, what do you think is in this? You know what I mean? Like a picture of the finished yeah, product. Yeah, that's you know, fun. That, that's really, that's really funny you say that because when I first started, uh, when I first started doing it, um, I think I came at it like way too much like a doctor. Yeah. And uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, um, it wasn't very fun. It wasn't very engaging. None of it. And then as I started to do more and more of it, because for me, actually, social media was very challenging. I was always, um, in my practice, I was always word of mouth. I never really got out there. I never really did anything of the sort. And so when I first got into social media, it was very, very challenging for me. It was actually one of the, I would say it's one of my biggest obstacles. Actually, really? Was Yeah, I, I'm not that type of a person. Um, I'm not a social media kind of a guy. And uh, it was actually, um, I, I really had to get out of my comfort zone um, to get in front of the camera. And so um, little by little, I was able to, uh, to do that. And it's becoming more natural and it's becoming, you know, I can connect more. And that's so important to me to be able to connect to um, the people that I'm talking to. So I really appreciate you saying that. No, it and it's, it's, it's genuine. It's just one of the things, because like, you know, sometimes you're always looking for information and, you know, and I, I enjoy like, you know, following some of the doctors because I think some of them, it can be very informative and you're always trying to improve your health and, and, and trying to do better and be your best version of yourself. And, but I really, really enjoy your, you know, following your Instagram because like I said, I I feel like when I click on the video, I feel like you're talking to me and, and you're very informative. It's very clear. It's very understandable and it's, and, and you don't dumb it down. You know, you're not condescending, you're, um, but it's, it's easy to understand. You break it down, it's in layman terms, and, and you know, it's, it's nice, and, and it's also, it's fun, you know. And, and, thank you. you know, I think thank that that's, you. that's so important, and I really appreciate, I thank you, because, you know, some of the people out there on social media, and to hear that that was one of your challenges, 
you know, you're very natural with it. You're very, uh, you know, it's just, I, I like it. It's very enjoyable. You know, I, I don't feel like, I don't walk away feeling like an idiot. You know what I mean? I feel like I learned <laughs> something, you. you know, and, you know, I feel well, good. When I hear this, it makes it, it makes me feel good because I'm like, wow, somebody is actually listening to me and um, I'm actually doing something right because uh, it was a big sense of insecurity for me. And uh, I knew that there was a point in time that I had to start doing it. But it literally took me probably like, uh, by the time I started thinking about it to the time I actually created my first video, it probably took me probably a year, at least, I would say. Really? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So definitely. how did you overcome and this it, obstacle? Like, how did you, you just said, I'm going to do it, or did you plan it out? Or, it, it, was, it was, I think it was a, it was a combination of things. Um, it was, uh, um, first of all, I think the biggest... Um, the biggest factor was uh, my wife. Um, she just gave me so much faith in myself. She's like, mm-hmm. "You have so much to say, and uh, you're a natural at doing it." Because when I would, when we first met, um, she wasn't so healthy. Um, and uh, as we started, you know, as we started going out and things like that, she became healthier and healthier. And uh, she's like, "You know, you have to share this with people." I said, "I know." She's like. So when are you going to start making your videos? And, uh, and, 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 and I said, well, when are you going to start making your videos? And oh. so, uh, yeah. And so, um, and so she was like actually a big catalyst in the whole thing. But yeah. before, even before that, um, I knew that I had to do something because I had to do something different in my business because the old model of the business that I was in, which was word of mouth, yeah. um, that, was, uh, that was changing a lot. And whereas before, I, 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 you know, I almost took pride. I'm like, well, I don't have to market. I don't have to, um, I don't have to be on social media. People just know me, and they're coming to see me, and this is fantastic. And then as the industry began to change, as uh, um, Obamacare came in, and insurances began to change, and deductibles grew, well, now it wasn't just everybody, you know, beating down your door anymore because mm-hmm. people really – um, were not coming in as often anymore because they were waiting until they it, some stuff just became so bad uh, that they needed to come in. And then when it become a little bit better, they would just, you know, they would be gone. So it wasn't about health anymore. It was about just kind of uh, patching yourself up so you can keep going. Yeah, putting a Band-Aid on. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I understood that, um, that if I don't change with the times, then I'm going to go out of business. And so... Um, I always thought that um, to be successful, I always reflected upon myself and said, what, do, what is it that I do well? And I think in a lot of books, they tell you, you know, what you do well, continue doing, and what you don't do well, outsource. Um, and That's for wise. me, I, what's that? That's very wise. Yeah. And so, but for me at that point in time, uh, I, I said, well, I tried outsourcing the videos, um, trying to get other people to kind of create them for me, but there was, there, my heart, I was not in it, meaning like the energy of the essence of me was not in it. So mm-hmm. it wasn't, I tried throwing videos up on the internet. I wasn't, you couldn't actually see me. It was just kind of like PowerPoint type of stuff and it wasn't working. It wasn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so 
uh, that's how I started kind of to warming up to the idea. And then I would join a few consulting, um, uh, um, I guess, uh, companies that were saying, you know, you should make a video every day, even if it's a little video, even if it's this video, just do it, just keep doing it. And then, you know, so I was warming up to the idea, my wife, and then one day my cousin calls me and he's like, hey, um, what do you think about, uh, you know, um, he goes, like, you're, you're a doctor? I said, yeah, of course. He's like, so what do you think about going on YouTube? And uh, us doing this kind of a collaboration together because he was he was he's always in the background and he's the one who, uh, you know, makes the videos look good and edits them and everything like that. And I thought, hey, that's a great idea. And uh, let's do it. He's like, OK, so in two days, I want your first video. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, what am I gonna do? He's like just make it fun, you know, make it engaging, take some props and, and, and do it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And that's kind of how it started. And and, and, and then my first video that ever came out was uh, my first real YouTube video. Actually, the first one I actually did was in Niagara Falls when I was with my wife because I had joined this, this, I guess, uh, group that they're like, okay, so within the next two days, you have to make this video, and we want to see it. And so now I was, now I was, I was accountable. Oh. So I was, li- yeah, so now I really just kept putting myself <laughs> out, there, for you. out of my <laughs> comfort zone to continue to push myself. And it was really funny because I was, we were in Niagara Falls, and I'm like, okay, we're flying uh, back to Chicago tomorrow. I have to have this thing ready. And we're, <laughs> we're literally in the, like, Going right, we're literally on the boat with my daughter and my mom and my wife. <laughs> Actually, she wasn't my wife at the time. And I pull out my phone and I see there's 3% uh, batteries left. Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I literally just flipped on the video and I said, here's three top supplements that I take while traveling or the top five. I don't remember. With Niagara Falls in the background, oh, everybody cool. and me in this kind of poncho. And that's kind of how I did my first video. So that was uh, that was how I, how I I just kind of kept putting myself out there out there and I I, I made sure that I told people that I was going to do it and I just became more and more accountable for what it is that I so was. So you couldn't do. get out of it. And do you think it was more like the fear I, of of public speaking, kind of? Like, what do you think? What were you afraid of? Um, I think it was. Uh, I, I think it was uh, just. Uh, I, I just when I tried doing it on camera. If somebody, like, if I'm talking, like I'm talking to you right now, yeah. um, I can talk. Like, it's no problem when I'm explaining things to the patient. Yeah. But as soon as the camera would turn on and there was nobody there, it was much, much more difficult to get the information to come out in a natural way. I just looked like a robot. Like, I was just, like, you know, reciting stuff. And I'm like, oh, my. And I would look at myself. I'm like, oh, my God, that's horrible. But when I put myself into that situation where there was all these people around me, and I had no choice but just to talk without rehearsing, without doing anything. It just kind of came out. Yeah. And, uh, I think, it, and I'm like, I, I, I have to go now. I'm curious. And I, you had said this to me, like when I contacted you about, you know, the show. But now, now I really, I have to make a concerted effort to go back to your original things, like your early stuff, because I have to tell yeah. you, like, it's, I just really, you know, you're just so natural with it all now. Yeah, you yeah thank you so much. I mean, I, I've always, I've never been technically afraid of public speaking because um, I also do a radio show every week. Um, in uh, Russian, every Tuesday. you were telling me. In Russian, yeah. When somebody told me that, they're like, okay, so you need to get yourself out into the community because a big part of who I serve is Eastern European um, population. 
And wait, and like, I have to, I hate to do start, this, you but start, we're... Gotta, you got to go and start doing a radio show, and they're like, okay, but in Russian, I'm like, are wait, you kidding me? I had to, I hate to do this, but we have to take a little break. But we'll, okay, like we'll talk about it about your show. I want to hear okay. more about this, and and I'm very sure. fascinated about this. But uh, you are listening to your career is calling. This is Wanda Elliott with the amazing Dr. Edward Granite. And we are live in the uh, public house studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. Dr. Granite is sharing some great insight into how he overcame his obstacle. I don't know. I guess it was of doing, of of pursuing social media and really getting out in social media. Um, And we'll be right back after a short break. And we're back. This is Wanda Ellett in the Killarney Public House Studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. Today, I am here with the amazing, I, I just think you're so fascinating, Dr. Oh, Edward. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're such a loyal fan. It really, really gives me some uh, hope that I'm going to make myself uh, a better, you know, social media person. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I just think, you know, like I said, I really, I really enjoy because there's other doctors. I'm like, ah, it's just not informative. It doesn't, you know, and, and he, you know, oh, and just so people know, uh, he's been sharing some great insight into his how he overcame his obstacle of putting himself out there for social media and how critical that is. We were talking about it during the break of how critical that is for the business. Um, if I don't know if you want to repeat some of the stuff that you were sharing. Yeah. Um, so 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 th- that was another thing that just really got me thinking because I was um, uh, uh, following uh, a person who um, obviously promotes video in social media, and they said even five years ago um, when people are searching for doctors. Um, I don't know about other businesses. I can only speak for doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to be able to establish a specific kind of trust before they come to um, that doctor. Mm-hmm. And even five years ago, they said they needed to have, in order for the person to come to a doctor, they needed to have about five to seven touch points, meaning some kind of um, meaningful interactions um, in order for the person to finally make a decision to go to that doctor. And I'm like, okay, well, four to five to seven, that's not bad. But they said now, within the last year, that number jumped to 22. What? Like, how can you have that? But that's social media. That somebody will go and watch your video once, look at um, at what you're posting a few times, looking at how it is that you interact before they establish a trust. It was really funny because um, I'll never forget this. He said, you know, doctors these days. I'm uh, sorry. I'm blown away by this. Yeah, me too. That's that's and yeah. What's interesting is what he said is, and this is how most doctors' mentalities are. Like you graduate, you open your doors, you're a doctor, people will come in. Yeah. He said that's the equivalent. He's like, this is the funniest example he gave. He goes, that's the equivalent of a man coming into a bar, coming up to a woman and says, <laughs> "Will you marry me?" Yeah, pretty much. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like well, it, it's kind of it's kind of like that because a doctor is a really important, you know person in your life so you want to understand what this person does gone are the days of you open up your doors and somebody you know just comes in because you're a doctor um now it's completely different everything is changing and uh i think that if you um want to keep up with the change i think social media for not just for my business but for any business has to be an integral part of that 
and I think you do, you know, and here again, I think you do a fabulous job. I think, you know, and it's, it's engaging, which I think is fun because like I said, you do like, uh, there's like little quizzes, like, what do you think this is? You know, and even like the joke about the avocado, like you had, uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> there was a, you know, yeah. for people that don't know what I'm talking about, if you go on his Instagram, you'll see there's this, avo- I forget what it was saying. It was, uh, uh, it was saying auto it was affirmations or something. It was an Instagram. <laughs> it was a, um, an affirmation for an avocado. An avocado was looking in the mirror, yeah. and uh, it says, uh, "You know, you're fat, but you're the good kind of fat." So. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was cute. And then you you also put in a little quiz, like you know, to say like, what are the other kinds of good fat that you should be yeah, consuming? Yeah, because everybody you know? knows avocado, but then uh, I, I would like to know if everybody knows some of the other good fats that they should be consuming on a regular basis, and it kind of gets people more engaged and it makes it fun instead of me just telling you you should eat this this and this and here's why you know it kind of engages people and and i'm learning too you know like i'm learning that you know when we ask questions it's fun you know you get to learn something i get to teach you something and it's fun and it's not too long and it's interesting it must be interesting too to see some of the answers you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, stay tuned tomorrow. You'll see the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you go out there, and it's cute. And then, like, even, like, you know, one of the things, too, you were talking about, which I thought was fascinating, was about people with, like, sugar, you know, with the diabetes and managing some of that and how, like, they may think, well, my sugar is great. And then, you know, you really need to check you know, what your insulin levels and how that's, you know. Yeah, and I, I see that so many times. Oh, my gosh, I have so many people that come into, in, in, into my office and I ask them, you know, how's your blood work? I mean, the first thing most people say, my blood work's normal. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, uh, and how do you know that? Did you get your blood work done? Yes, that's what my doctor told me. And when I look at their blood work, I'm like, well, you know that you have prediabetes. It's like, yeah, the doctor said not to really worry about it. And I'm like, um, I think you really need to worry mm-hmm. about it because um, the way that um, we approach the issue with blood sugar, which I would say, because there's so much diabetes out there, because there's so many, so much, uh, so many problems, and the underlying um, issue is uh, blood sugar problems because we eat so many sweets, so much processed foods. Mm-hmm. That when, uh, you know, we're so accustomed to it that it is, it, we've become desensitized to it. And I think that's a very dangerous place to be in for people because if you came to the doctor and you said, oh, my God, you have prediabetes, you need to do something about it. You'd be like, oh, my God, I need to do something about it. But if you go to the doctor and the doctor says, well, you know, just, you know, kind of uh, let's watch it and see. And then in a year you come back and say, well, now you have diabetes, so now you better start doing something about it. I'm the type of doctor that looks for things when they're starting, when you can change things with diet and nutrition. And if you wait for too long, then you may need to start to taking medication, and the damage is already done. Right. And you may not be able to get out of it with just nutrition and diet and exercise. So for me, it's important to find things in the early stages, and that's why I like to educate my patients. Yeah, and it seems that that, you know, like early too, like I don't know if you want to talk about like what happened within your own life and how you came to, to be like that, because it seems like it's, you're very, you bring a lot of passion. You know, and it's not just, yeah. you know, for so, your patients so, so, yeah, and for I, everybody. Just do better and be your best version of yourself and let me help you get there, you know? Yeah, and I, and I, think, I think that's a philosophy of uh, a, a lot of chiropractors is, I mean, uh, is to achieve the highest potential because whatever it is that you want to do, if you're not feeling good, if you're not feeling up to it, then how can you? Um, how can you? What is the best version of yourself? 
I think that's really important. We don't really think about it. We're like, I just need to get through the day. Mm -hmm. I just need to do this. I just need to do this. And you're kind of going from, you know, one task to another task, just hoping to finish it. Because with all the stress and with all the stuff that we have coming at us, um, I think it's really important that health has to stay in the top priority. And unfortunately, um, myself included, because that's where, uh, because I've been through it. I, you know, we use health as a currency that we think is free, but it's not. Yeah. Um, because we pay for things with our health. We can go to sleep late. We can eat because we don't have time to eat. We'll skip a meal. And that's currency. But that's the type of currency that you can almost, once it's gone, it's very hard to earn it back. And so for me, what ended up happening is um, uh, I, I can't get into the whole story because it's just way too long. Mm-hmm. But I think that at one point about 10 years ago, um, um, I had like complete system shutdown failure. Like, wow. uh, I, I, I lost, uh, I was in Jamaica and, um, uh, I all of a sudden started feeling really, really, really strange. And I couldn't understand what happened. And I thought maybe something bit me, maybe something happened. Maybe I got some kind of food poisoning. You start to look for this like magic bullet that did it to you, mm-hmm. which it, that's not what it was. It's not, it was, it was many, many factors that are realized. Um, that, that, that caused this to happen. I lost, uh, I, I, all I could eat was soup for three years. And, oh uh, I, uh, you know, and, and then not knowingly, I'm like, well, fruit is good for you. So oh, that's all I could eat. I got, I could just eat fruit because my body was not able to digest anything. And then uh, by just eating fruit, I almost got diabetes, right? And you mm-hmm. don't know these things. And so when you're going through these kinds of things, you're like, oh, my God, like, what is going on? And then I went to the traditional medicine approach, and they told me, well, you're, you're fine. I mean, it's, it's in your head. And I, obviously, anyone that knew me knew that it wasn't in my head. And then right later on, I realized that I was in a plane crash, right, and I survived a plane crash. That has an effect on your system. Even though I survived, that has an effect on your system. Um, I had, you know, for many, many, many years when I first came to this country – I lived on pop, like literally. I lived on it. I didn't even drink any water. Oh, you drink um, soda? That's then, soda, right? For us people on the soda. East Coast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's that? On the East Coast, we call it soda. You guys soda, call it sorry. pop. Yeah. No, so, it's fine. Pop, You're yeah. in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "What's so, pop?" So, so I lived on that stuff, and nobody told me. I mean, nobody told me yeah. that this stuff was bad for you. You know, I was a kid. You know, so I didn't know. And, 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 and all of this stuff, it builds up in your body. Then the stress. I came out of school. I had all these student loans, right? And, and it culminated, culminated until the perfect storm, and then it exploded. And um, I could barely work. I had no energy. I yeah. lost uh, weight. Uh, I, I, just, I, I, thought, I, I thought this was, I was done. And so then I had to go and learn because nobody, like, I would go to doctors and, you know, this one would say this, this one would say this. And uh, this was a huge challenge for me because, I mean, I was, uh, um, you know, just starting out my career when this all started. And it was, uh, you know, and not having my health uh, was a big deal. I mean, there were times where I couldn't drive, but I had to somehow make it there. I mean, all of these things happen. So I understand uh, where all of this can lead to. And I want to help people prevent that. Now, it's not going to be that drastic, but, you know, there's two kinds of people, I always say. There's the kind of person that feels everything, like me. So anytime you do something wrong. And then there's the other kind of person that uh, all of a sudden kills over because of a heart attack. And I don't know which one you would rather be. But all I know is that if uh, I make people more aware of what can possibly happen and how you can prevent it, then I think that my mission 
is one step closer to completion. Wow. And so for me, that was a big challenge. Um, and that's why I am so passionate, because I did lose my health. And I'm still not completely normal. I still have to have a very strict diet. I still have to. Everything that I um, try to teach my patients, I do. I, 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 I practice what I preach. And wait, 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 so and I, I, I love really to, important. wait, we're gonna, I'm going to hold you with that thought, uh, because my producers are signaling we have to go to a little break, but you, okay. are, yeah, you are listening to Your Career is Calling, this is Wanda Elliott with the very fascinating Dr. Edward Granite, and we are in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com, and Dr. Granite is sharing some of his, uh, like, a couple of the different obstacles he's overcome, putting himself out there for social media and also managing your health and the importance of the currency of your health and 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 how that you really have to treat that like a currency and we'll be right back after short break and we're back this is wanda elliott live in the killarney public house studio at Ryder university's radio station 1077 the bronc and online at 1077thebronc.com today i am here with the fascinating dr edward granite and he has been sharing some great insight in overcoming his obstacles of um getting himself out there for social media and also uh, in managing the importance of managing your health. Um, and in the first segment, basically uh, we, you know, we covered that first section of, of, you know, he was very, uh, you know, apprehensive about going and putting himself out there in social media. And then um, in the last segment, we talked about uh, the importance, you know, and how he brings passion to his practice uh, because he, he knows what it is to, to suffer and to not, you know, have that, that, you know, not to feel right and not to feel good and what the impact is. So he tries to help people be the best version of themselves and, and to overcome any obstacles, you know, before it gets to be too big of a mountain to climb. So, um, I guess in going back to, you know, with your, your, your practice and your business. So, you, you know, how long have you been doing the radio show? And you said it's in Russian too, because that's your community. So, yes. Yes, so I've been doing the radio show, I think, for about, uh, I would say, three, four years now. Wow. Um, yeah, so I've been doing that for three, four years. It's, it's, it's once a week, um, and uh, um, I get to basically do everything I do on Instagram except in Russian, so, and it's live. So, <laughs> and, uh, and people just kind of call in, and they ask me uh, questions, um, uh, a lot of times, you know, people just want to listen to what I have to say. And uh, sometimes people get a little, sometimes people get upset at other people because they, they're interrupting me with their questions. So it just depends. I mean, it's a fun thing to do. It's, uh, it helps me connect to the community. Um, and people, uh, you know, uh, people know me as the, you know, uh, as the doctor that uh, does a alternative nutritional um, natural approach to health and so it's kind of uh, a way for me to get my message out there and that's uh, that's really really important for me because i think that um maybe i'm gonna diverge a little bit but for the longest time when i first started practicing um being a chiropractor um i think um when i because what i thought was uh you know i came out with a quarter million dollars worth of debt wow. um and i was like okay I'm done uh, because student loans and I'm done. I'm going to open up my doors and uh, everybody's going to want to come see me. And that's not exactly uh, what happened. It was, uh, it was, um, it was difficult because first of all, I'm from Canada and I live in the United States. 
uh, I, and I had to get uh, um, documents, and so it, I, I couldn't open up my own business. And having to work for someone was killing me. Like I was never one that could work for somebody, and that's one of the reasons why I went to doing this. But because uh, of my green card and things like that, I had to work for another doctor for many years while all my friends were starting businesses. And so wow. that was very difficult for me. And the biggest part of it was is that um, I – when I first started, uh, I couldn't find my passion in what I was doing, and that was very dangerous. Yeah. And I think that's a big obstacle. Uh, I think that's a huge obstacle because um, I uh, always knew that I wanted to be a doctor. And um, So what kind uh, of doctor were you but, initially? You were doing the chiropractic, or were you a different yeah, type yeah. of doctor? So, so, so actually, uh, so actually I, I was uh, I- initially, when I was studying in university, I was actually, which is interesting, um, I was actually uh, studying to be a dentist. Really? And, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, this is a funny story. Um, how I became a chiropractor, this is an interesting story. So, But, you know, I have Eastern European parents, right, Russian yeah. parents. So they're like, you know, you are going to be a doctor. There was not any <laughs> other thing that you can be. You're going to be a doctor. So no pressure or anything, right? Yeah. And so, um, so, so then what ended up happening is uh, – I knew that I'm going to be coming to the United States, but when I applied for dentistry, the loans that I would have to take out were just astronomical, and I wasn't able to afford it. And my parents, you know, immigrants, you know, they they couldn't pay for 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 everything as much as they helped me. I mean, this was something that was just out of the realm of possibility because of the uh, exorbitant amount of uh, um, cost that it was going to be. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I don't know. What am I supposed to do now? And I was literally like, it was one of the last days of school, and I bumped into a friend, and I'm like, so what are you doing? We're both finishing, and he's like, well, I'm going to be go, going to be a chiropractor. I'm like, what the heck is a chiropractor? And he's like, well, it's a doctor that, that fixes backs and works with the nervous system. I'm like, well, it's a doctor? And he's like, yeah, it's a doctor. I'm like, okay, so is it hard to get into? And he's like, well, I don't know. You have to apply. It's in Chicago. I'm like, all right, sign me up. <laughs> and literally, literally, that, that is was it. How, that was what happened. Oh my I God. signed up. I got accepted. I could afford the loans. And uh, I came to Chicago not knowing anything about chiropractic. And then within the first trimester, um, I went on vacation again to Jamaica, or the first time to Jamaica, and I got into a plane crash. <gasps> and then... After I got into the plane crash, I learned all about what chiropractic is because my left leg was paralyzed, and I thought I would have to stop school. Oh my I wouldn't God. be able to continue. And then I was going to therapy twice a day, um, a couple of hours every day, and that's how I understood chiropractic was what got me back on my feet. And then also um, I met another doctor who um, was someone who used acupuncture on me. And I never, I'm like, I don't believe in this stuff because I was all, oh always pre-med. I'm, I'm, I'm like, what is this stuff? like you don't need to believe in it just just do it me yeah just do it and so i'm like okay and he put me back on my feet and then he later became my teacher and so that's kind of how i yeah. wound up in the field of chiropractic and understood what it really is because i went through all the stuff so whenever a patient comes to me right now i pretty much know when they tell me oh i feel this and this in my foot or i feel this and this i've already had her symptom it's and not it's just funny. by the book it's funny this past week and this i think applies to you like when the te- when the student is ready, the teacher will show up. 
And, oh my god and that's ever. like that's you you know what i mean like it's so funny but my yeah. producers are hitting me again like i have to go for, for, okay. to break you were okay. listening to your career is calling this is wanda ellett with the just just amazing dr edward granite and we are in the killarney public house studio at Ryder university's radio station 1077 the bronx and online at 1077thebronc.com and uh, he is sharing just a fascinating story of how he got into chiropractic uh, medicine and, and became a chiropractor. Um, he's also shared his obstacle of uh, putting himself out there for social media, as well as uh, the importance of managing your health and, and, and putting that as, as a very high priority within your life. We'll be right back after a short And we're back. Ed, I can't believe we're at the end of the show. <laughs> this was the fastest time. I, I just can't. It was just really a lot of fun, even talking during the breaks and everything. I just really, you know, we agree we have to do another show. And I'll have you come back later in the fall. And this way I'll have more feedback on your on your Instagram. So do you have any last bits of wisdom or anything further you'd like to share? Yeah, you know, I think I, think, um, I, I would like to tell... Um, people, students, business owners that, you know, the biggest thing is to find your passion within what you do and uh, make sure that uh, you understand the why. Why are you doing it? Um, because That's key. Uh, yeah, I would say that's that in the, in the beginning, I always wanted to know, you know, like when, when am I going to do this? When, when is this going to happen? When am I going to have this happen? <laughs> and when is this going to happen? And then, and then like, what do I have to do to do it? And, and, and that, Burn, burned me out really quick. And then when I found out my why, like why am I really doing it, when I understood that, that is what gave me the juice to, um, to move forward through the hard times, through the changing times. Yeah. So I think that, you know, finding your passion and why you're doing it, I think that's, uh, that, that's so important. And I guess I, the way that I found my passion was by getting sick, bringing myself out of it, watching how I could help other people to do that. And then I found my passion again and, and my why. And so that's, and that, that was, why, that's the big... that why, like some people are like, well, what do you mean? I got to find my passion. Why, you know, and it could be your passion could be anything. It could be your day-to-day function. It could be anything that you're struggling through at work. It could be anything, a Absolutely. project. Why asking the why is just so it's a powerful, so powerful important. question, you know? And, so, 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 so important. Yeah. And then, and then the last thing is focus. I mean, uh, when when you don't have the why, when I didn't have the why, I was all over the place. It yeah. was like the next shiny, the next shiny thing. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. Okay, and I do this. Oh, the energy drains out of that. Oh my God! And you know, like you know, thousands of dollars later, uh, failed this, failed that. You yeah. Know? And then, and then when you really, when when I really focus, and and, and I have to say that the, the person that I have to thank the most for helping me with that is my is my wife yeah um the, the the person i'm married to right now she is she's my inspiration and uh she is my support uh she believed in me when when i didn't and so That's I, just, powerful. I, I just love her yeah That's so powerful uh, yeah and uh, yeah, so I think that's if, if you have if you have that equation solved, then uh, you have no choice but to succeed. Wow. So. this is great. So, how can people get in touch with you? So, I would say the easiest way for people is to just kind of go on my Instagram or YouTube and uh, just punch in my name, Doctor Edward Granite, and uh, I but will. But it's pop spelled. Up, do you want to spell it? Par- 
Spell it. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, Edward is spelled E D W A R D Edward, and then uh, my last name is spelled G R A N A T. So it's it's kind of like the rock, but it's spelled differently, like the yeah. stone granite, yeah. but it's spelled differently. So it's Doctor Edward Granite, and if you punch those uh, keywords into Instagram or uh, YouTube, you should get uh, my channel and my Instagram. And you can always private message me on uh, Instagram if you want to get in touch with me for anything. I would love to be able to help you and uh, meet you. Yeah, and I have to tell you, quizzes are very fascinating. Keep up the great work. I really love it. And 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 you just I can't thank you enough for today and and taking yep. the time with us and and I just want to applaud you for all your work. You you really I appreciate do. it. Thank you so much for having me. I just want to say one last thing, if you don't mind. Yeah, good. Yeah, I just want to say that you know, for me, that another big thing was uh, that I always look to the future, and I think a lot of us do for when it's going to become better, for when it's going to be that goal that we're always reaching for. So I would say that. Uh, please love and respect yourself right now at least as much as the person that you aspire to be in the future. I think that is That's so huge. important. That's huge. Today was just, I sure. can't thank you enough because that is, that's another thing. It's very, you had so many powerful points today and, um, and I think hopefully it's giving inspiration to the listeners today. And um, even if they walk away with one bit of nugget, you know, it's, 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 you know, really to, to be present and, and to, you know, be kind to yourself. You know, just yeah, just great definitely. stuff. You, you have to. If, you're, if, you, if you can't love yourself, if you don't know how to love yourself, you're never going to be able to give that energy that you need to the people that you love the most around you. And that translates into every other area of your life. Amen. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. So in, thank you so much. That was amazing. So in closing, to learn how you can gain more information on how to manage your career, take a tour of the On Demand Library on 1077thebronc.com, where we have over six years' worth of shows on every aspect of job transition and career management. You can listen to us anywhere as you can download the 1077 Bronx free iPhone or Android apps from the App Store. You simply search WRRC1 or WRRC2, and that's Whiskey Radio Radio Charlie 1, Whiskey Radio Radio Charlie 2. We would love to hear from you during the week. You can check out and like our Facebook pages, Your Career is Calling, G45 Consulting. And you can also check out my website, g45consulting.com, where you can learn more about the Secret Mentor Society and the Secret Mentor Society Bootcamp. If you're having challenges with your job search, it's a 10-day intensive course that is proven to drive results for alumni. Uh, there are seats available for the April class. Uh, if you'd like to join me, I really would love to have you. And you can connect to me on LinkedIn or send me an email at wanda at g45consulting.com. And lastly, we would like to thank uh, our producers. Uh, we have um, Bobby Neguescu and also uh, Anthony Calasano for another fantastic job. And the Bronx General Manager, John Moses. Special thanks to our underwriters, G45 Consulting, Harwell Express Press, and Ryder University's Office of Career Development and Success for making this hour possible. We could not do this hour without their support. And lastly, we appreciate you, our listeners. We know how difficult it is to manage your career, and we thank you for listening in. Remember, own your career and keep networking alive. I'm going to be here next week with another fantastic guest, and I hope you have a fabulous week.